0: Like to apologise for what? To absolutely no one. <laughs> <laughs> the two-time does absolutely fucking <laughs> one.
1: love that. Gosh, it's been a while since we've done this, innit? Yeah, man, it's been. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> special guests in that main chat
0: podcast episode one two eight come on am i right 128 yeah wow <laughs> 128, yeah we in this we in this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: professionals <laughs> now come um one two eight we've got a special guest in the building please special guests introduce yourself tell the people about yourself Enjoy it's good
2: my name is sway i am one half of ricky Deeps. it's uh, Music project based out of Berlin. Uh, you know, my partner's from Germany. I'm originally yeah. from Jamaica and uh, landed in Berlin, started a project. It's kind of a mix between you know, some dance halls, some kuduro, some Afrobeat and uh, hip hop, rap. I don't know. <laughs> everything i don't know what what do you, what do you call anything these days no nah, exactly I, mean,
1: I don't think anyone should be just music in the box
2: you like it you like it if you don't I love
1: that that's exactly it That's okay <laughs> uh you already know what time it is. its two dems also demi lads introduce yourself get the aliases off
0: yes yes it's colson you see don collion in the building well in in the house at the moment <laughs> in the house <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we here man we live love that Oh, this is, this is different. It didn't have the aliases before Zoom. so uh, <laughs> We didn't, we didn't.
3: <laughs> we didn't have any a but yeah, it's Eman g G-4-5, G-solid G's in my name, the 4-5 is silent. Come mm. on, it's the Black Mamba Dove. Come it's on. It's G-dog, Come on. It's the Cheetah Yam. you go.
2: Okay, hold on, guys. You guys got to tell me beforehand that I need to come up with a dope-ass intro <laughs> like before we start these conversations because I'm just listening to y'all roll and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, my name's
0: Sway. I'm from Berlin. Like four or five How Get them in like, <laughs> We'll let you have a, not, another go. No, nah, it's all time. good.
2: Next time, next time. I'll get set up. Yeah. For next time. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: But welcome, welcome to
2: one twenty eight,
1: man. Yeah, yeah
0: thank, you. thank you, thank you,
1: thank you. All right. absolutely. So, so this is, I guess, your opportunity to tell us like your musical journey. Like for people who wouldn't know, how did you get to the position you you are here? How how are you here now? Like talking to us oh, through wow. the power of
2: Zoom. Uh, I mean, I just, I just make it try to make it as concise as possible. So basically, mm-hmm. um. I had a, I had a, started in Toronto making music. I had a rock band. A oh, um, rock band? Yeah, yeah. I play guitar and, and sing and started with a rock band and basically fired all the members because they weren't practicing. I was like, yo, oh. is it, you know, come on. I mean, these are my homies. These are my best buddies. <laughs> yeah. That must be painful. Was still, <laughs> <it was> painful, <laughs> but you got to do what you got to do. You know, uh-huh. some of them, some of them still, I still talk to uh, some of them. I don't, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so then, you know, after that kind of went through, I got into, strangely enough, I got into songwriting and started writing for uh, John Legend, wrote a, wrote a song for, for John Legend, wrote a song for Tiny Tempo, um oh. and did a, did a feature with him. And that kind of started uh, a, a bit of a trajectory, I, I guess yeah. you would call. And, um, and then after that, I signed with uh, Island Records in the UK. And uh Capitol Records in uh in the US and and did a whole, you know, big million dollar deal thing <laughs> that uh it, it you know what? I left the deal and I'm not saying this like I'm the shit I'm gonna drop the microphone or something like that. Not like mm. that at all. Yeah, <laughs> it just yeah, got yeah, yeah. it got so messy and so complicated mm. that it wasn't worth my happiness anymore. And I I'm just asked them. them. I just basically went to the president and was like, listen, I got to go. It's, yeah. it's it's all good. Like, just keep everything, keep the music, keep it all. I just got to go. And um, I just started doing music independently for a while. And okay. that was the most beautiful thing I could have done. And during that process, doing songwriting, I started, you know, songwriting in Germany, in Berlin, you know, working with a lot of artists and got into a scene there. And then I met uh, my now partner, Ricky Dietz, uh, Pierre and uh we just we just started making music together actually it's funny he wanted to uh, start a project he 's a very successful German artist and wanted to do a a, a project where he was producing um, a, a female artist and Somebody told him to contact me i don 't know why <laughs> <laughs> but, but he did and then we started writing for a female artist. We were trying to put together a project and then he kind of turned to me one day and was like, "Yo, I don't think we're gonna find somebody to do this that like the way we want to do it. So you do it." Yeah. And I was like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> only if you do it with me. I'm not. I'm not trying to go out there and do this again like that." And he yeah, was like, "Okay, cool." So we then just started Ricky Deeds and yeah. um, it it really became a fusion for us, you know, between uh, what we would call, um, I guess you would call. DDR, the, the the style, the styles, the stylistics of DDR of Germany, you know, uh, east, eastern Germany before the wall came down, just to kind of, um, the aesthetics of that, as, yeah. as well as the aesthetics of of uh, of '70s kind of reggae and 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 Jamaican music. Mm. This is kind of where the two of us came together. It was a right. The intention was like, okay, let's let's see if Germany can meet meet jamaica is somehow okay. and okay. Um, and that's why you'll see some you know really crazy weird shit in videos like <clears throat> some barn and a horse you know from somewhere in eastern germany you know with with me rocked out looking like you know i don't know early the contrast or how would you say
1: the two worlds have blended so far from what you've seen
2: um i think you know aesthetically i think it's definitely blended incredibly well because i mean i don't know if you you know there's a song called um a song that we did which flex for which was right. yeah. shot in in serbia and the reason why we went to serbia is because there's a type of architecture that we really 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 love and right. uh, and this architecture really only exists in eastern europe all through yeah. the ukraine um, you know Romania and 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 also in parts of Germany, but it's really connected to that uh, that communist time. You know, mm. and so correct, we
3: correct me we, if I'm wrong. Is that brutalism? Brutalism, yeah, yeah, brutalism. Yeah. Actually, okay.
2: there's there's a there's a really really famous brutalist building in London. Um, it's I'm trying to remember where it is to be exact. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's the, I think That's, they even shot a movie there, a Brazilian, some kind of Brazilian type of movie uh, years ago. It's the building that the corridors are outdoors. So you can yeah. go up in the building, but if you wanted to go across, everything is is outdoor. Um, but I, I, know, my, I know my mapping, I know what my, you're my, about. yeah, my, my map of London in my head. <laughs> but, anyways, yeah, so, um, you know, this was kind of the aesthetic that we would, we really wanted to. To put, bring together with dance hall mm. uh, you know so you kind of see uh, you know you'll see that kind of aesthetic meets daggering or something you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah kind yeah. of atten- <laughs> the attention you know what i mean um and and then musically yeah you know the, the last song we put out for example was um uh, yo ronda which is uh, you know in our in our mind uh, a, a really interesting mix between kuduro and uh berlin techno mm. you know and so things things like this this is just kind of our we you know we try to bring these two things together uh, yeah. as, as consistently as possible without just but at the same time you know you never want to make the same thing every time you know what i mean mm-hmm. you want to so that's why there's a bit of, you know, there's a bit of Afrobeat, there's a bit of dancehall, there's a bit of Kuduro, there's a bit of, you know.
1: I think your unique aesthetic really will help helps you guys because it makes you stand out. And I think is that, that's that got to be something you're aiming towards, especially in, you just feel like there's a lot of samism um, in, in the current landscape of music. But I feel like what you guys are doing is really trying to make you guys stand out from the crowd.
2: Yeah, I mean, I... I i think when conversations go into this place i really dislike it <laughs> in a way no and what i mean is just like i don't i don't really feel good commenting on the state of of music in a sense you know what i mean mm. but i i understand what you're saying you know i just never want to sound like i'm on my high horse doing yeah, and, and i'm the one that's like <laughs> I, yeah, I got yeah. the i got the uniqueness mm. um but yeah, i yeah. would but i guess i would say that um we, we try to, you know, and I think that's the difference. I think there are some artists that try to, to be unique and try to create something new. And then there's, you know, a lot of other artists that just take the cookie cutter approach and say, well, this works, so let me, let me do it, you know yeah. what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think there was a part of that for us that was, hey, let's try to do something different. But there's another part of us that's just bored. Like you get yeah. bored of doing what everybody else is doing. Yeah, mm. like it's it's been done. So why not try to do something else? I mean, that's just my personal yeah, I think opinion. That's,
1: that's, that is the correct approach. Right? If it's you should try to push the envelope as an artist. I think if you're not doing that, it will lead to boredom. And I think it does lead to um, your fans and the people. They'll sense that in your music. Like, right? I think yeah. that thing shines through when, you know, you can tell say an artist is on their third album or fourth album and it's just not hitting the same because I just don't know, for example, if there, if the interest is there, do you know, is that, yeah. but I think you continue to push the envelope and continue to push yourself outside of your comfort zone. that will change.
2: It's, it's tough, man. I mean, I, you know, having, you know, having been, been I, I would call myself a creator in a sense. I just like to create things, you know, whether it's music, whether it's film or anything, I, I don't know, whatever it is, I like to create and, I I get it though too. I get the 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 difficulty of it sometimes is because it's a real psychological thing. You become very successful for something you've done and yeah. then you have this pressure of maintaining your success um but at the same time uh pushing the envelope, you know, right. and and it can be scary for some people that's like okay, well why do I need to do that if like why you know, if I make if my income is 1.5 million a year and I could do the same thing over again and make that same money. Why do I want to take the risk of losing all of that for something that's unknown? And yeah. That's really yeah. what it comes down to. I mean, it really comes down to money. I mean, artists yeah. make money and then as soon as they get successful, they want to keep making money. <laughs> yeah, <I'm glad laughs> they want to swan. keep paying for the, you know, they got their families or they they got their lifestyle or whatever it is. And it becomes a really hard conversation I think that what differs for some people is that some people, I would say, it's hard to say because I think the ones that are continually pushing the envelope and are successful, um, they're hard to rate. You know, like it's hard to rate Kanye and say, um, is he has he just become so successful that he can do whatever he wants, mm. or or is he just really trying to push the envelope no matter? If he loses fan base or if he loses money, because yeah. he, he's not gonna lose, mm. right? Like he's yeah. already at that point where he's he's a staple in music, you know. Mm. So it's it's hard to say, but I think there are some artists that just inside of them they can't do the same thing again. Yeah, yeah. Bo- for them, it's boring, you mm. know. And some of them fail. Like you see some artists come out, they do some incredible stuff, and then they're gone. Um, and then other artists. Uh, get lucky with it and it continues to work you know definitely but but I don't know I always have that question too like when you get to a certain height is it like are you is it just a self-fulfilling prophecy at that point Mm. you know what I mean like when you're Ed Sheeran and you're so big like you're so 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 huge is it just the machine going at that point like you can't stop it like, like it, is it a, like no matter what he does, he could say the
1: word "the" on a song, it's gonna be successful.
2: Yeah, and and that, not to take anything away from him because I think he's one of the greatest pop song writers of our time. I mean, he's clearly yeah. done it. Yeah. But yeah. I just wonder, like, just with just general velocity of any idea, mm. is he is he so far gone above, beyond everybody that there's no bringing him down? It doesn't matter what he does.
0: No, I get that. <laughs> yeah, I kind of have a bit of a more of a um. A bias towards artists who actually do like make that switch. Cause even like, um, cause I did a really long drive yesterday and I was listening to a whole bunch of Kanye songs, funnily enough. And I was listening from the difference between graduation to 808. Mm-hmm. And in my brain, I was thinking for him to actually do that, it's such a, such a risk. And I'm thinking like, even on your, in, even on your, your uh, career and your music, like the songs that you had on colors compared to the songs you're making with uh as ricky deets like was there a point in you was there a part of you that was like oh this is a risk like this is a very different sounding or did you trust your actual artistry that you could pull it off uh
2: that's a good question i think i think the easy part for me was the fact that it was another project okay right so it wasn't sway clark it was just like i could just do another project i could be clown posse music i just do whatever i want <laughs> i like create yeah, yeah, you know yeah. put on a put on a new hat and you could just do that and so i i guess you can you can you have um there's a leniency when you when you just call something something else yeah. and you say you know this is this is what this is so there wasn't really the risk i i, I actually felt that it was more in, invigorating i felt that ah okay you know now i can go do some crazy shit And I, and I don't have to, I don't have to be held to what I did on colors and people won't judge it and say, okay, well, how come he doesn't have an acoustic guitar anymore? For example. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. No. Um, I think, I think it's more, you know, an, an interesting change, I think, for example, is what, I mean, going back to Ed Sheeran again is what he did, which was. A lot of it was like the, the, the a-team and all that kind of early stuff was super folk i mean people don't like to call it folky but pop folk and you yeah. know john mayer ish yeah. and then he just went to to like justin justin timberlake you know yeah. he just yeah. <laughs> he just, uh, just sped it, sped it up went guitar, to the dance floor yeah. was like forget this guitar shit. yeah yeah <laughs> wow okay all right cool you know, I, I, think don't know.
3: Talk- oh, no. I, I think sometimes it's to do with the time yeah, um, it's also to do with time because if you look at if you look at Drake and Ed Sheeran, I mean Drake's last recent release, um, certified Lover Boy, wasn't received as well as many people would think. So in terms of the machine or the people who just love Drake because of his music, may have may not be solidified in terms of that sort of ideology because a lot of people didn't really like the album. They didn't really like the project. Mm. Until later, they have a few tracks where they do listen to it. And then of course there was a whole debate whether Donda or Certified Boy was better and people started to prefer Donda because they actually realized it's greater music. Mm. It's debatable. I mean, it's it's for each individual's uh, opinion, but back to Ed Sheeran, I think it's The Times Because when Ed Sheeran had come out at that time, a lot of people were into that folky pop. Mm. And now people today are just... They have a different style of sense of music. I mean, probably that's because of our generation and us growing up from that time, we're probably in our teens and our late teens till now when we're almost 30. Mm -hmm. So it's a completely different sound. So with Ed Sheeran, yes, I think... You are right in the sense that people will still follow Ed Sheeran because it's Ed Sheeran, but then I also think it's with the time and how music is played, because I think in the next five years we're going to be listening to heavy rock. You you it will come back. I don't. I, I hope so, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think? I, I hope you're. I hope you're right. I'm. I'm just making a wild guess. <laughs> I don't know oh, what's going to come I, next, I, but. I, Maybe that. It's maybe that i don't know
2: yeah it's 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 really tough right to to, to speculate mm. but i i hope you're right i mean i've i kind of see and hear different like like smaller artists that are kind of going into that world or you know i kind of thought it was i kind of thought it was going to go into that world when when the little uzi vert vibe kind of came and i said oh okay this emo rock thing's coming like it's gonna it's -hmm. gonna change right now like we're we're done with the trap (laughs) it's gonna change (laughs) you know and i thought this was gonna happen and it just then turned into a subset of trap yeah like it didn't it didn't totally push you know what i mean but i don't know will it come back will will there be another white stripes like that whole thing like remember Mm -hmm. that time there was just everything was rock is that what you think like it's just gonna go back to like Kurt Cobain kind of vibes like everyone is just gonna be how I, I think <laughs> so
1: yeah how do we get I, there that's the question
0: it would have to be like its own like sub genre because even like talking on Uzi like it's not my type of music the 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 birth of the baby of it but the playboy carty little like subversion of that it's mm. almost gives it gives me like punk aesthetic. Like yeah, these kids knew, are going yeah. crazy at concerts. So yeah. I think in the hip hop space, there's a very there's definitely potential for that to become
1: the next. Even thing to, to a, a certain extent, what Trav was trying to do or you know, what Travis does it is that it is that punk. You know, uh, no fucking to that attitude. I guess in its essence, there's a bit yeah. of rock in there. Whether it all go full. 100 that direction I don't know I mean even even with Willow Smith's recent release I mean listen to it we could almost almost be there or Machine Gun Kelly
2: it's it's a tough you know what I think I think the thing that we we always have to keep in 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 the back of our minds is how technology influences music yeah and and the reason why I think one of the real one real one of the big reasons why hip-hop became so predominant is because the level of entry became so low and like you were able to make beats with computers then everything became technological and the idea of getting fruity loops and getting a computer for you know 200 200 euros or 200 whatever the case is and then you know ripping that and then you can produce beats and the idea that you're going to purchase an instrument anymore like just the cost of it to me yeah. is, is crazy pretty- and then where are you going to play it and then then you got to get a room and then you got to get people together and you know I mean m- maybe there'll be some kind of software that will allow people to jam in s- separate spaces over a software you know what I mean so you can yeah. maybe bring mm. back a band or something like this but it's just so cheap and easy to make hip-hop music Mm. that that i don't know how you go back you know what i mean like how how you go back so organically or or, and maybe maybe that's it maybe it's the spirit that is going to come back and everything's going to turn into like a rock-based empire
1: Yeah, I think it would be more a case of the spirit as opposed to... Because like you said, if it's cheaper to make and it's easier to make, um, I just think that would be... And hip-hop is the number one genre in the world right now. I I just can't see that changing. But I do feel like, you know, you look at the younger generation that's doing it, Names like Lil Uzi and Playboy Carti, that seems, and they're some of the biggest doing it right now, that does seem the direction, it's more the essence will come back of it as opposed to Mm. it actually coming back. And you did raise a really interesting point that I've not thought about. And just the sense of how cheap and easy it is to make hip hop.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. See, really interesting. I mean, it's also, you know, when I think about like punk and rock aesthetic in hip hop, and I think about N.E.R.D., mm. you know, which which that was, which is, it, it kind of 100%. really took that like that was the one hip hop band that was touring and punk tours in the early 2000s. Mm. And, you know, people were just going ape shit at these <laughs> at these festivals. <laughs> yeah. um, but again, I don't know. It's an interesting one. I'm really I really am interested to see where it goes. I think I think things might go hyper pop
1: okay and I
2: what think, does that sound like well Use an example i i i think an example would be if you look at early 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 hip-hop when um in the 90s and then after the 90s like things got so let's just call it grimy you know what i mean like mm things took off so well. You had Eminem and, and you, you know, he was throwing his ex-wife in a trunk and 50 <laughs> cents. And, you know, just like lyrically, it was just a crazy time. And yeah. after that, you then had Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. You had like this crazy pop movement. You had uh B.O.B. was a pop sensation. You okay. had um, Justin Timberlake was, was back on like, number one boy bands went from NSYNC you know like all of these things kind of happen and then in the late 20 uh 2010s you then had uh um uh Drake uh Kendrick and then hip-hop came back again yeah Yeah. hip-hop kind of died and then it came back again and it and then it got dirty again like music to me got dirty again and everybody Mm. wanted to be dirty you know what Mm. I mean everybody wanted to cut off the highs and make everything dark and and i think that hip-hop will get to a point where it's so dirty like the, the just the vibe of it that people will start to look for clean again yeah. they'll look for pop again okay. Okay. They'll, they'll they'll kind of yeah fluctuate maybe you could look at it like just the republican democrats or something. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah, but i, yeah. I uh, you know it's because it's also and this is all speculation but you, if you also look at it in terms of um human beings and 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 generational uh um, pushbacks so you have the 70s and then you have you know everybody's hippies and you know smoking pot and everything and then their kids that came out were like fuck this shit we're Mm -hmm. gonna get real jobs we're gonna you know we're gonna we're gonna push consumerism and we're gonna become very clean you know what i mean and this is this was a this was a pushback to their parents and even right now, I think at a time, if you read a lot of the, st- the statistics, it's it's um, people are starting to get married again. You know what I mean? You know, okay. you have new generations that are going back to being a bit more conservative in some sense than previous. So mm. I kind of wonder why music wouldn't be the same. Yeah. I can yeah, see that. Happening. Just kind of looking back and being, eh, but but who knows? I I don't know, dude. So speculation.
1: Okay. No, <laughs> I think so. Kind of want to push the focus back towards yourself. And um, one thing we wanted to discuss was music video, um, music videos specifically. Your ideas for music videos going forward,
0: Well, oh. just in general, like your your videos, like they're very like like even talking about you know the specific take on brutalism I, I've seen your videos they're very specifically shot like and you say you're an artist to a true sense do you have a lot of input in the way your videos come together
2: um you know I, I put a lot of that on my partner my partner yeah. is a brilliant dude when it comes to uh, aesthetics you know and when it yeah. comes to kind of putting uh, putting words putting visuals to actual words you know we sit around yeah. and we talk about this we talk about this concept and this was kind of the concept that we built uh, at the very start of the project. And, you know, he's, he's a very, very good with working with getting, the, getting, the, getting our point across. So okay. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't take all the credit and say that I did this particularly because a lot of times I'm in front of the camera uh, and he's behind the camera. You know, that's kind of yeah. how we're, we're usually working. He's more of the Danger Mouse producer and I'm the CeeLo Green <laughs> up front so oh, yeah. a, a lot of it is um a lot of it is him he has a, a really really great uh, visual sense and great um yeah i don't know he's got good taste when it comes to that kind of stuff and yeah. and also uh, i think because he's far closer to uh, he's german and you know he's yeah. far closer yeah. to that he he knew that when we talked about it he was like oh you know what and he put me onto brutalism and i was like okay mm-hmm. okay
0: so yeah um, yeah I could definitely see that. Even the video with, uh, with Western, like the whole like, botanical like, garden setting and like the people like were scattered around it. You lot dancing in the middle of that. Like I I like how it all like kind of lends to that because I'm not sure I could be wrong. I feel like that botanical garden is the one in, in London. I could be wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, we tried to shoot this during COVID, which was a nightmare in itself. <laughs> I'm yeah. And imagine trying to shoot between like Germany and, and England and then Delta comes and then they're oh, like, no, no, okay, no one's moving. Yeah, but we again, we tried to find a location that had some kind of representation and we managed to find something that had some tropical aspect to it and had brutalist concrete in it. Like, okay, yeah. it's perfect. And so originally I wanted to go there. I was supposed to go and shoot the video with them, mm-hmm. but I, I couldn't fly. I was, having, uh, my, my, I was having a daughter at the same time. And so it was yeah it was really difficult. Yes. Yeah, thanks man. Thank you. So it was really difficult for me to 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 get away cuz my girlfriend was pregnant and it could have been that I literally would have left 7 days before she was born and then I couldn't get, get back. Yeah. So it like ah, okay. I was like I don't I mean <laughs> I it. mean I know I know artists make sacrifices for their art. But I was like, my first daughter, I don't, I don't
4: know. I don't, nah. I
2: don't
1: yeah, no, it's, you, I think you made the right decision. But I guess that, that leans quite nicely into what we wanted to discuss anyway. Um, trying to make music in COVID. So the last two years has been an absolute madness. What was it like trying to make, did, that, did COVID stifle um, your creativity as well? I think that's also something
2: worth touching on yeah for sure for sure COVID I've I've got mixed feelings with COVID um because I had my daughter during COVID and so I would say to anybody that was planning to have kids you should have had them during COVID because (laughs) because nothing was happening I couldn't tour I couldn't go in the studio with people you know and I wasn't really interested in doing online sessions like it's just Get it same. yeah it's just not it doesn't same. sound I mean, right yeah it doesn't feel right I mean at some point you just gotta be in just get the vibes mm-hmm. and so um in some respects I loved COVID I know I know there's going to be some people that listen to it that 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 jump out of their seat and you know turn this <laughs> turn the podcast off right now and <laughs> you know cancel Ricky D <laughs> um, but I loved it because I got to spend so much time with my daughter and That's I didn't have to one. be i didn't have to be anywhere and it was great that I, I didn't have to make a choice to be anywhere yeah um but on the downside yeah it was it it really stifled a lot it really um i mean going into the studio at first was cool it was like okay i could just go into the studio and make music and mm-hmm. after a while like, like i've been in the studio for three months by myself yeah <laughs> and then yeah. six months by myself <laughs> and it, you just start to get to a point where like, is this is this music even coming out like yeah. what, what am i doing yeah. with this and and then it yeah, and I think the hardest part for me and uh, for for Ricky Deeds was that Ricky Deeds was never we didn't build this project to be a Spotify project. We built mm. it to be a live project. You yeah, know, that that was actually one of the things we we thought about, and it was let's let's actually build something that is incredibly um incredibly um prominent live. And mm. we got you know, we got uh, M M I K, which I don't know if you guys, if you guys know, M I K, they're really cool dance group between, between Berlin and London. And, um, and we, you know, coupled with them, they're part of the project. We were on tour. If you see any live footage, you'll always see, you know, me and me and these two big, big dancers that make me look like a, like a P string. Um, (laughs) but you know, and, and live music, you know, it was kind of, that was the intention of it. And so yeah. when it started to go to a, a Spotify game during COVID, it was just depressing. It was like, okay, yeah. well, let's release this song. And then what do we do? Okay, now we're just waiting. And then, okay, let us release another song. And what do we do? It just kills the vibe, man. Yeah, you know? the
0: music the music lends to being outside. It, it lends to people dancing. It lends to you being on stage, connecting with people. So to lose that element, I couldn't imagine what the sessions must have been like. It's It's almost like you don't get that kind of, call and response element like you could play it you could probably make a song right that you know it's going to pop and then it during covid you won't be able to get go hey look come come listen to this come see what this does you can't get yeah. that initial human reaction to see if it's actually going to go off or not so yeah it's mm-hmm. definitely an issue for uh, the ricky deets specific like type of music you're making
2: and and a lot of artists i think a lot of artists that came out because we we started uh 2019 is i think the first right first track came out in in late 2019 and you know i know a lot of artists that were coming out during that time just starting during that time yeah and you know we had our first summer that was you know festivals and things were just (laughs) like bubbling bubbling and then 2020 it was just silence right and um you know it's, it's it's again velocity it's really hard to to keep something going or to start something and stop and start again. You know what I mean? Unless, yeah. it's, unless it's a machine, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's a, a big ass machine. So, um, you know, just to be dreadfully honest. Yeah. It, it was kind of COVID was a bit depressing, man. What
0: made you guys put out a, uh, don't touch my face then? <laughs> was that just a, you know what, <laughs> let's just, let's just go for it. Man.
2: No, because, okay. So we had 2020 late 2019, early 2020, we had decided Okay, we're gonna go back in the studio in in February, March, and we're gonna write some new music and get ready for 2020. Right? Mm-hmm. We were because we had we had written, I think, about six or seven songs at that time. And we're like, okay, let's just finish a record or let's just go get, get some more music. And we it's a funny story, I guess, but we booked a studio um in Berlin. Uh, in, in, we booked two studios, one in Berlin and one outside of Berlin, like in, in, the, in, in an hour hour, hour out in, in an area called Brandenburg, which is just, you know, cows and sheep and studios. And so we had, uh, yeah, so we booked all this, had everybody come in. We had, you know, Cracker Mellow come in from Nigeria, producer. We had another dude come in from the from States. We had a bunch of people from hamburg and berlin all all these people friends just come in studio let's write some music let's create some more vibes for, for ricky deets mm-hmm. and while we were in the, the studio like week before the studio we start the sessions COVID hits mm. and we're everyone's like what the fuck Yo, we got sessions next week and then people start canceling right dude in oh, the, the u.s was like uh i don't think uh, mm, uh you know cracker comes from from he comes from from lagos uh, nigeria He's he's with us for like two or three days, and things started to get so crazy. He's like, I gotta go home. Mm. Like I gotta go home. Like I don't know what's happening. Mm. You, know what yeah. you know, and so we then ended up finishing the sessions in 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 Brandenburg, out out outside of the city. And for us, we thought, okay, we're we're out here in the middle of nowhere. We're safe. We're just good, you know. But things got so stressful. Like things were, you know, things weren't coming together. And then I think this was just one of the phrases. You know, we had seen some some doctor on some some news report that was saying you know just just don't touch your face you know just just don't touch and, and, and did you guys see this like this and in it she's like touching her nose during the oh conversation is like yeah just, do, yeah just make sure you don't touch your face and you know make <laughs> sure and so um this just became the phrase in in the studio and uh and the funny thing is we all got covid in that studio session.
0: oh man Oh, we, got go co- we all got COVID
2: moment. 2020. <laughs> so we were in the studio writing, Don't Touch My Face. Ha ha ha. <laughs> we're not in the city right now. We're out on the field. And we ended up having COVID because someone That's- brought it in from Paris or something. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's crazy hot. That's specific. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From Paris. I mean, you know, you know who you are. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that was that was a, that was a fun song, man. That was yeah. really one of the most fun songs I've ever written. Just in a moment. You know, you just write it. It's there.
3: Boom, boom, boom. Put it out. It's great. Yeah. I, I know this is, this is midway, but your Sway and then there's Pierre. Where does Ricky Dietz come from?
2: Ah. Well, yeah, we wanted again, we wanted to have something that was uh, both of our worlds. You know that kind of represented ah. both of our worlds so yeah R- ricky you know in all of its uh i guess in, in all of its terrible stereotypes is a pretty black ass name <laughs> you know just <laughs> as far as i know with all you know old old school you know um movies and ricky and ricky it's just ricky yeah. like ricky you know it's just one of yeah, those names yeah. and it rolls off the tongue but it's it's a very black name <laughs> And uh, Dietz is a very German name. Like Dietz is is a classic German word, uh, D-I-E-T-Z. And so we had just, we had brought it together. We were like, well, what about just taking a word like Ricky and Dietz and put it together? And you got Ricky Dietz. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Pretty much it. Yeah. But the, the problem is, again, that people can't pronounce it. Like outside of Germany, people can't pronounce it.
3: Yeah. Some people say diets, diets, and
2: yeah, yeah, dad, 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 and I'm like, okay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um.
1: Okay, so uh, I guess we wanted to discuss uh, dancing um, in music, and do you think it's becoming rarer? Would you say?
2: Wow, I don't know. That's a good. Do you guys think it's becoming rare? I I don't. I have no idea. Uh, Okay. What, What type of dance? because sorry okay because when when i think of when you said that i immediately thought about afrobeat mm-hmm. yeah. and i was like that's so predominant in that music it's dancing is just one with that music mm. yeah right yeah. so so i think you have an, you had a great question what kind of dancing are you talking about like what what is it what is it you mean yeah let um, me clarify that one
1: yeah, I'm gonna put it to Collins because he he was the one that
0: came up with that. Song. Yeah, i <laughs> no, not. It was, it was it was my question. But hot I, potato, I, I, hot potato. Yeah, pretty much. Blame me. No, um, I'm not blaming you. No, no, was, no, like, no, it's fine. My logic. So my logic behind it was obviously I, I'd watched your videos and I was thinking to myself, like the music and the vibe it lends to dancing, right? Like you mm. you know when if you're at a, if you're at a festival or if you're out and about in a club and your songs come on, you're gonna dance. You're gonna want to move. And I feel like. Maybe it's just a generational thing, but I feel like the younger gen kind of don't like. If I, I if I go out, which I rarely do now at my age, but if I'm out, I feel like the kids are either like jumping in a corner or like recording themselves trying to vibe. Whereas we were like kind of brought up with like videos that would make you want to do a dance move or like mm. dance. So my so my question on the basis of that is, do you feel like it's becoming less of of a thing? Cause I know in dance or, or with, um, uh, Afro beats, yeah, you, you, you will dance, but I just, I don't know, like even like some videos for some of like my favorite Afro beat songs, I watched the video and there's no dancing in it. So I'm just like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) what was the, what was the thought process behind that? (laughs) What
2: was the thought process? (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like, what what are you guys thinking, man? Like I'm watching the video. What do you guys think? Um <laughs> hey you know what it's a good question you probably know better than me but i i i w- my thought process i would probably say i would agree with you and i would agree with you maybe for a different reason it's that i think the tempo of music really slowed down like right. music like trap slowed down the tempo of music so far that you're very limited to what you can do <laughs> when it is dancing like are you going to be jumping are you going to be shuffling you know something mm. like this you I mean dancing I mean, not my technical feeling is like dancing happens above 110 okay. right and so okay. yeah like this is kind of that dance floor if you go into a, a party and you want to get people dancing you know you can play Michael Jackson or certain kind of old school music you're always going to hit a minimum BPM Mm. And I think this really dictates whether people dance or not and how right. they dance, you know, so I th- I think you're right. I think the, I think it's changing. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to say whether it's, I don't know the, 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 um, the quantity. I couldn't, I couldn't actually say that it's really like we're becoming a, a really a real <laughs> new society of of non-dancers yeah. you know like we're really close <laughs> to the edge you know I don't know um or if it's just again a subsection of it but I, I would agree with you I think that the temple and trap music really changed um really changed how people dance
3: yeah no are, I think are that, you, that, are you, that you know are, are you guys trying to say why a guys not whining no more
0: is, is, is that say what they were <laughs> Why guys, whining, whining anymore? Yeah, like whining. Hey,
3: you, I don't. I you know get what what?
0: I'm saying.
2: I had a it's weird. A- I had a weird thought at some point in time that because you know my my Jamaican. I mean, yeah, like it is what it is. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I I had this real thought that will we're kind of getting to this time where everything is becoming. How would you say this? So what is socially acceptable you know okay. and people are people are are really moving away it's you know it's it's gender terms it's 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 how you talk to women it's how you talk to men it's how we interact everything is ge- really getting to a point of really conservative in a way mm. um and whining is not and i, I wonder what <laughs> really time like are we yeah. gonna lose that like are we gonna lose this this just grinding like just mm. you know that like early r kelly grinding like, like <laughs> no 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 look hey i'm not i'm not look look but hear me out like there was just a time when when music was very very sexual yeah like, i'm not yeah. just saying him i mean if you look at like early dance hall in the 90s you know shama and everything was 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 very sexual and i don't know if that's allowed anymore is what i'm yeah. saying like i don't yeah, know I, if that's allowed anymore i would
1: probably say it put like it's probably leaning towards it isn't but i guess a counter <laughs> would be um every song seems to now have a TikTok dance that goes a bit is that not part of the the discussion
0: it is but it's kind of like a seasonal thing there's that gritty thing right now right (laughs) like i couldn't you couldn't pay me to do that that dance (laughs) because i just don't know what's going on but 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 why Um, did
2: you say whining because you you brought up the word whining so why did you bring that up because that's very different from tiktok
3: yeah Uh, because so i am eight years older than my younger sister and in terms of what we listen to, is completely different from what she listens to. I mean, now, of course, we listen to very similar music, but in terms of what her friends do, like, do. So she had a birthday party just before COVID even started and everything like that. So what they were doing at the birthday party at you know at their age was just alarming to me because it was like, you guys don't wanna just go and dance with some girls. Like so you guys just wanna sit in the corner and do nothing. Mm. Okay. And then when I was her age, at the age of 18. You try to get busy. You're getting hella wines, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bracket, you might know me already, but
4: I'm
3: I'm not gonna lie. So, but the thing is the way the way it was done and how like you could get permission from from a girl. You would mm-hmm. have to go behind her. If she looks if she looks behind you and continues to dance, then that's a yes. If she looks behind you and walks off, that's a no. It was so, a risky
2: time, risky time. In terms,
3: terms of about.
0: pretty oh, much,
3: yeah, very risky times, <laughs> very 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 risky times. Sometimes I'll get denied, but most times it was a yes. But today, that element of dancing with a with a woman now is completely different. Now, in terms of how I have to dance if I was to go to a club or if I was to go to a bar. I would, I would call it corny, but in that moment, it's just having fun. I can't whine yeah. with a girl. That's not going no. to happen today. I mean, it's all. a good
2: point, right? But don't, I mean, two things are brought to mind is, one, don't you think the younger generation are absolutely terrified to do what you did? Like, I wouldn't want to do that right now. I wouldn't yeah. want to walk up to a girl, yeah. a strange girl that I don't know, even if she gave me some eye to say, hey, you're cute. Mm. and just think about that walk behind her and start grinding on her it's
1: like i
0: would wild. be terrified that sounds here.
3: wild right like <laughs> well, then it was it was acceptable and as i said the way you would know if she wants to she would look behind and she would either give you the yes or she would straighten up her back and walk forward. And if she does that, that's for you to know that that's not going to happen anymore. You're, you're done. But today, but today, today, you could,
2: oh, even, you could even, yeah, I mean, without all of us getting ourselves canceled right now, I mean, the conversation <laughs> we're having right now is one of those conversations that <laughs> you guys aren't going to have a 129 podcast.
4: <laughs> you know what i'm saying but yeah 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 but
2: it like even when i listen to this right now you're talking wild reckless bro like you know it's, your, your sister is probably looking at you like mm. you did what you guys yeah. were animals <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> yeah yeah and, yeah and, and and maybe maybe another thing that it made me think about was that um that it's not only the courage <laughs> i say courage that you had or the the ignorance that you had at that time that time ago but um the 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 game like you don't like younger younger people who are now meeting on the dm and that's what they do yeah. they don't un, they don't they have a harder time interacting in face to face
0: that's a fact mm. yeah,
2: so so well that yeah. that even is another jump like it's mm. It's how do I act in public and then with a, with, a, with a real person. And then it's my brother told me to wildly walk up to this girl and just get behind her and just, <laughs> and if she says, if she doesn't move away, it's okay. And if she straightens her back and leaves, it's a no. That's that's a wild, reckless like like some advice right now, I'm, young people out here, listeners, don't do that right yeah, now. Yeah, do no, 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 we're, don't, we're not don't, don't do it. Don't it do it. Do don't do it. That. it was only <laughs> an era and at a time where people,
3: it was acceptable to do that, and it's only that's within word, that it era. Acceptable. It was yeah. acceptable to do that in that era, and as long as it was good vibes afterwards, and that's fine, right? We have we're talking about an environment where. I mean, from the ages of 14 to 18, that was absolutely fine for me. But then when I went to a club now, it's completely different. So, but mm. as I said, it's, it has, yeah, like there is a communication there that happens. And she either says yes or she even says no. So I'm not saying just grab up a girl and then wind up like, no, no, no. <laughs> sometimes yeah. there's embarrassment and sometimes it's just like humble yourself. You have to hold so, it. You have to hold. It's no, no, no. It's not a case. It might of end, girls. though. It it's might
2: just, just. It might end, like it. Like whining in, in Western world, like in our part of the world, might just end. That's a fact, you know. Yeah. Really, it might just yeah. end, you know, because I was I in Jamaica as well,
1: wasn't it? Huh? Things are seasonal. Like we're not do like swinging, for example, the dancing <laughs> that they used to do back in the day. We ain't doing that. That died. So
0: these, yeah, these, a fact.
1: They come and they go. It's we're true. gonna
0: we're gonna have to wait and see what happens in the summer, you know or, or like you know when we go out and see like stuff at festivals at at concerts like how people react to this type of music like will the vibe will be different and probably you know things yeah. have changed so much since then, so it would not surprise me that's a fact because songs songs like like
3: ben over ben you can't today <laughs> how that does that play
0: <laughs> yeah how does yeah. it
3: play? Do you get what I'm saying you can't but I, you but can't I think... that girl can you but don't even think that think sentence is insane. Well. insane.
2: But don't you think that uh, it might be a regional thing? Like, for example, yes. I was just in Jamaica between July and, let's say, July and, and November of last year. And, I mean, I would go into a small shop to go grab some and office or something. And I look on, a ca- on, on the, the screen, like just, you know, the TV that's playing for, you know, everybody in the, in the joint. And it's, it's a hardcore, daggering video. Like one yep. of those... Yep. dark videos with a dude with a camera with no light on it you know yep. what i mean holding the <laughs> light and you see people <laughs> jumping off of speakers and yep. just throwing women around and i it, it, made, it made me so uncomfortable i was like no yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like no, really yeah yeah this is but 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 i think it's still in that culture acceptable perfectly yeah it's mm. one of those perfectly acceptable
1: so bend over for us to understand either exactly we we aren't in that culture and times have changed for us so gotta let them do what they're doing I guess yeah (laughs) like if that's what if it's fine for them and like we're looking at it through a western gaze as in that's the we times have changed for us but if if it's culturally acceptable you know what what are we meant to say
2: yeah it's kind of true man I mean it's it's true. It's true. I mean, we gotta yeah. go with the times we're in. I mean, if you guys move to Jamaica, then <laughs> whining, you know, you guys will be daggering again, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
1: amazing.
0: definitely interesting.
2: Um,
1: I guess lads, do you have any questions before we close?
0: Um, I just wanted to ask you, like, are you excited just like to get back on stage and back into the festival scene and just connecting with people again? Because you know, the music lends to that. And as you were saying, you know, 2019 you're outside doing those types of things like are you happy definitely with with doing that this year
2: definitely man i mean you always think about whether you're going to be on stage and look out and just see masks and stuff which is (laughs) weird yeah which would just be weird you know it It would be be like we're halfway there but yeah overall definitely definitely man definitely
0: definitely. are you going to be in london at any point this year for any festivals
2: I don't know. Right now there's not even festivals and festivals aren't even confirmed yet in Germany. Oh wow. Still, they're still not oh, confirmed. Oh. So I don't we don't know. We don't know how it's gonna play out yet. But cross the fingers, man.
0: Yeah, man, that'll be dope to see. Yeah. That'll be dope yeah, to see.
2: percent Um so uh
1: sway, so the way this next part works is we select um music to put into our playlist. Uh so we have a playlist which comes out every Friday. Um so yeah, just anything you're listening to right now, your favorite song at the moment, um, whatever you want to put in the playlist. That's uh that's how we tend to conclude the podcast.
2: Oh, oh. Let me think.
1: So hard lads hard have on. a think.
3: I'll on. I'll start. Go on. Um
1: Griselda was. Elder. It was...
3: No, relax, man. Mac, call me. Relax, relax. <laughs> man. Conway, the, Conway the machine. <laughs> you guys really need to relax, man. Go on, go on. Nah, it's it's, it's rock. What's he on? No,
0: I'm joking. Uh, of course, oh, my God, <laughs> of course. Hold on, hold on. I gotta get my phone
3: quick. Alright, man. No worries. All right, go on, go on, go on. No, so um, this one is gonna be this is Rascal. Um he did release a track recently, like Grams Not Dead. Mm. Um but this one not is Dead. Flex. Yeah. All right. I feel no, like that no, no the so, the song is called Flex. Like we've all heard it. This was back in the day when we all jamming to it, vibe Which song? Uh, Which song? Dizzy Rascal Flex. Okay. Yeah.
0: Nice throwback there. Yeah.
3: Okay. That that is okay. a throwback that we do listen to
0: um I, I will pick um my choice is water boys uh by jid j cole and earth gang they put out an album last week um or this week sorry um but no it, it really stood out to me um and earth gang are good like they're a group from atlanta i think i've been making music for a while they just got a really cool vibe they give me kind of um outcast vibes a little bit but okay yeah I'll earth gang
2: yeah Earth
1: Gang are
0: cool. yeah.
2: i like earth gang
0: yeah they do Um, my choice will
1: be We Don't Talk About Bruno from the movie Encanto. Listen, that song is stuck in my head. Um, I've been trying to get it out for the last two weeks and it just ain't happening. Disney absolutely did their thing with that track. So, yeah, We Don't Talk About Bruno.
2: (laughs) Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. That's a good film though, right? Ah, it's a very good film. I enjoyed it. It's a good depiction of um, uh, refugees and, you know, trying to find a new land and how you how you adjust after in being a refugee and it's got a really good um what's the word I'm looking for track list so yeah it's really good
0: would okay.
2: recommend the film and the soundtrack okay okay um I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Terrence Martin I've been listening to a lot of Terrence Martin right now and his last album Dinner Parties, is super dope so I would well, probably yeah. say um off that record, sleepless nights. Sleepless nights. Yeah,
1: cool, man.
0: We'll definitely add that, and also we're gonna add ronda as well. We gotta add the new single for Ricky nice. Ricky Deets to the to the playlist as well, for sure.
1: Nice to be done.
2: Sure right, thanks,
1: guys. No, I right, appreciate great, your time, it great, man. It was a good conversation. Great conversation as well. Yeah, no your, doubt. Your, I hope we your didn't get cancelled,
0: but we'll see. <laughs> don't worry. If if so, we just cut the last segment. It's not so good. <laughs> I don't
1: think it was that bad. It was an honest conversation. Like I don't it was know, a good admit that times have changed. Like that's not who we are. Like that uh, it, we appreciate that at the time it was acceptable, and in certain parts of the world it's acceptable. But we he can't smiling. Like, he's like he's like, <laughs>
4: he's like nah,
1: bro.
2: He's trying, like, to, cut, like, he's trying to cut the mics. Emmanuel's like I don't do <laughs> that, dude. <Daniel." laughs> right. Yo. Hey, dude, it's a it's a crazy world out there right now, man. You saying shit, you think is totally normal, and then yeah, boom. sure, sure. Before you, you know, know it,
0: they're chopping through
1: know and... it, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah.
2: it's so we were at an event. Recently because and- you know, this we- is the last thing I was gonna say. A friend of mine uh, was making a movie about a timepiece. Like right now, he's a director, and he's making a movie about Berlin in the in the nineties and how people used to, you know. And there's characters from the nineties, but how people used to talk back then. Yeah. It was mm. not acceptable now. Mm. And, and he's saying, I don't know how I'm going to be able to put this out because it's going to be criticized. And I'm saying, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, pe- a time piece. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so how it's do nostalgia. you even, yeah. How do you even write something that is, a, that is a time piece anymore that represents time that is authentic to how people were talking at that I mean, time and not. Uh, guess. It's,
1: it's important that we look like we appreciate, I think we have to. It's really important that we appreciate that that was the way the world was at, at that time. Like you look at even things like Friends, you know, like when millennial, not millennials, but like Gen Z watch Friends, they pick holes in it. They, you know, they. It's just, yeah. but that was how they spoke at the time. That's I'm not saying they, it's okay. Yeah. I, I want to make that perfectly clear. Like it's not okay, but that's what it was. as what it was. Yeah. 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 When we don't have a time back We'll see, man. Hey,
2: I agree with you, man. It is what it is. Man. And listen, if this is the last episode, you know why, I <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> All
1: right,
2: guys, oh, I gotta run, um, man. But it sorry. was good. It was really nice to no, talk to you guys. It. Our pleasure. Tell thank thank people you. Everybody can
1: find you online.
2: Hey, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on all the, you know, Deezer, whatever, whatever it is, whatever country you're yes, listening dude. to, you can find us there. You can find the videos on YouTube under Ricky Dietz, uh, Spotify, Ricky Deets, And um, I think that's, yeah, I think that Instagram, you can find us on Instagram, Ricky Deeds, And uh, yeah, the usual Love suspects, that. man. Or is it, is it, yeah, I don't know if it's what it's called meta now. I don't know whatever. <laughs> zuckerberg <laughs> no, no, no. has changed it to whatever he's changed it to you can find us there <laughs> yeah. awesome all right episode
1: one two eight there will be a one two nine <laughs> sure, um, sure, until sure. next time uh maiden chafford on everything peace cool. um,